Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Yesterday we were in Job 38 through the beginning of 40. We're going to go from uh, the rest of 40 and 41 today. The conclusion from yesterday's text is God's giving Job a tour of his creation and a bunch of the creatures and showing Job, you know, Job, you're not in a position to accuse the Almighty of injustice. You just have a very limited perspective. You don't know how stuff works. And so just hold the phone before you go accusing me of being unjust. In Job's To Job's credit, he shuts his mouth and he says, oh, kind of like, you're right. I'm not going to say anything else. And today in the text, God is going to challenge him a little bit further. This is chapter 40, verse six and following. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, dress for action like a man. I will question you and make you make it known to me. Will you even put me in the wrong? Will you condemn me that you might be right? Have you an arm like God? And can you thunder with a voice like his? Adorn yourself with majesty and dignity. Clothe yourself with glory and splendor. Pour out the overflowings of your anger. And look on everyone who is proud and abase him. Look on everyone who is proud and bring him low and tread down the wicked where they stand. Hide them all in their dust together. Bind their faces in the world below. Then will I also acknowledge to you that your own right hand can save you. What God is saying to Job here is, if you want to have this simplistic view of my justice, that people who are evil get punished and people who are good don't get punished, then why don't you be the one who who hands out the punishment to all the evil people? Why don't you see how simple it is to carry out justice the way that your simplistic view suggests that it should be? Obviously, this is all rhetorical. He's making the point, Job, you have no idea. You can't do this. You can't judge rightly. You don't have a clue how this would go. And he's suggesting, God, to Job, that this is much more complex. Then he he talks about these two creatures. One is the behemoth and the other is the Leviathan. Verse 15 is a huge creature, by the way. It's some people think it's like a prehistoric type uh hippopotamus. Some people think it's a mythological creature that's just known in the culture. But here's what he says: Behold, behemoth, which I made as I made you. He eats grass like an ox. Behold, his strength is in his loins and his power in the muscles of his belly. He makes his tail stiff like cedar. The sinews of his thighs are knit together. His bones are tubes of bronze. His limbs are like iron bars. He is the first of the works of God. Let him who made him bring near his sword. For the mountains yield food for him where all the wild beasts play. Under the lotus plants he lies in the shelter of the reeds and in the marsh. For his shade, the lotus trees cover him, the willows of the brook surround him. Behold, if the river is turbulent, he is not frightened. He is confident, though the Jordan rushes against his mouth. Can one take him by his eyes or pierce his nose with a snare? So God is describing this huge creature that's fierce uh, and dangerous, and it's part of God's creation. And just saying, you can't even handle the behemoth. And then he goes on to the Leviathan. We're not going to read the whole thing, but in chapter 41, he kind of lays out the Leviathan. Some people think this is like a large alligator, some kind of water-dwelling creature. Some, again, think it's a prehistoric or a, a mythological creature that wasn't real. But here's what it says. Can you draw out the Leviathan with a fish hook? Or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? 
Will he make many pleas to you? Will he speak soft words to you? Will he make a covenant with you to take him for your servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you put him on a leash for your girls? Will traders bargain over him? Will they divide him up among merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons or his head with fishing spears? Lay your hands on him. Remember the battle and you won't do it again. Behold, the the hope of man is false. He is laid low even at the sight of him. No one is so fierce that he dares to stir him up. This fierce animal that God is describing. He's just saying this is a huge, big thing that, that no one can mess with. Job, you can't even handle a Leviathan. It's a big creature. It's not the Almighty God. And then he says at the end of verse 10, Who then can stand before me? Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. So God's saying, you think the Leviathan's bad and big. I'm big. And so this is it's just kind of a building on of what we talked about yesterday. And that's just that Job is not in a position to determine if God is just or unjust. Job can't even handle navigating a Leviathan or a behemoth. He can't even handle handing down simple justice for one day on people who are evil. And in this, God is He's painting the picture of a world, of a universe, of a creation that is good. It's not perfect because of sin. That is, it's very ordered. There's an order to it, a purpose to it, a design to it, but it's also very wild. It's, it's beautiful, but it is also dangerous. And the conclusion is that this place that we live, Job, your life, Matt, your life was never designed to prevent suffering. Suffering is just going to be part of the world we live in these days. It's a good God that we serve, but he's also a God who allows suffering. This reminds me of Aslan from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the Chronicles of Narnia, C.S. Lewis. Aslan is the Christ figure, the lion. And here Susan is learning about Aslan from Mr. Beaver. And I'm going to read a quote from this book. He says, Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Ooh, says Susan. I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall rather feel nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. And so here's the deal, friends. We serve a God who is not safe. But he is very, very good. He's so good, and he's so loving and compassionate that he sent Christ, his own son, to live a perfect life that we couldn't live, to die a death that we couldn't die, to pay a penalty that we couldn't pay, so that we could be reconciled to him through faith in Jesus Christ. This is a good and gracious God, despite the suffering that we have. And the truth is, friends, none of us are going to get out of this this life without suffering. Some will be great. Some will be less. Maybe none as much as Job. But as we suffer, we can have faith and hope and trust in this good and gracious God. He's not safe, but he's good. And he sent sent Jesus to save us. And one day we'll be with him if we have faith in Christ, where there is no mourning, there are no tears, there is no weeping, but there's just joy and glory and worship of the Almighty God forevermore. What a glorious gospel and a tremendous hope. Hope you're encouraged today. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.